Marcus Marcus controls the power and wealth of a vast military and religious empire. Yet one horrific crime threatens to destroy everything in his world. Addled by drugs and grief, Marcus Marcus begins a trans-dimensional journey that will ultimately force him to confront a dark and devastating truth. Chapter 50 A Desperate Battle The monster's body reminded me of rocks edging a waterfall, damp and slimy and dangerous to climb. Only the boulders that made up this being's musculature quivered and slipped and with every tremor released a thick choking reek of dead flesh, feces and polluted mud. My burst of bravado faded fast, but it was too late for regret or recrimination. Upwards I climbed, grasping on to slippery, warty nodules, or digging my fingers and toes into dark, wet fissures. The creature did not seem to notice me at first, either because I was so small and irrelevant, or because its attention was on its prey. I could not hear or see the demon, but the sudden sharp movements of the evil fuck suggested a mortal clash was taking place between the two creatures. I clambered onto the wide shoulders of the beast. The skin here was less damp, but many of the warts had sharp points sticking out from them, like the buds of some foul vegetation. The beast's movements grew more violent, as I crouched, clinging on to the base of one of the outgrowths. Before me, the broad expanse of a low, squat head turned sharply, and for a brief moment, an eye the size of my head stared at me. The head stretched backward, and below the eye, I glimpsed fangs, like a massive armoury of misshapen spears, pikes and grappling hooks. The creature reared up, as if intent on shaking the irritant off its back. In desperation, I looked around for aid, and saw the scarlet ribbon that spilled from my right hand. I clung on with my feet and my left hand as the beast bucked and shook like an earthquake, and managed to raise my right hand high above my head. With a great yell, I shot my hand forward, causing the long red band to whip round the beast's neck. The ribbon looped around the monster's left shoulder, and I snatched it and stood up, pulling the ribbon as tight as I could. The creature reared up further, and my feet slipped. I hung on, grasping the ribbon with both hands. Beside the vastness of the colossal fiend, my dangling body was as small as the clasp of a thin and fragile necklace. The behemoth began to roll backwards, doubtless hoping to crush the pitiful nuisance on its back. 
as the ground rushed towards me and the sky vanished behind the expanse of the monster's black form, I opened my left hand and let go the end of the ribbon. I thudded onto the ground but was too dazed and winded to scramble to safety. At that very moment I heard a triumphant yell and the shadow above suddenly veered away from me. I managed to crawl for a few yards before collapsing from pain and horror. But shock turned to exhilaration as looking back I beheld an incredible sight. The monster sat upright with its massive belly sagging beneath its huge legs. And there on its gut was the demon stabbing at its great stomach with the sharp point of the broken thigh bone. The monster snapped its massive jaws, but the demon was too small and too swift. Faster and faster she stabbed and ducked and danced and stabbed, yelling with a maniacal joy as black fluid spurted over her. The evil fuck rolled and shook and finally hopped back onto its feet. With a last conquering cry, the demon jumped down and ran towards me, while her opponent licked towards the forest with inky liquid spilling from its wounds. The demon was instantly in front of me. Her gruesome mouth opened in an ugly triumphant grin. Her bulbous eyes filled with a kaleidoscope of sparks bursting across the fat lens like the explosion of festival fireworks. Her body smeared with the evil fox's black blood. Dancing up and down in her cloven hooves, she punched at the sky. One fist gripped the dripping bone that had all too recently been ripped from living flesh. Ya fucking beauty, she shouted. Fucking marvellous. She jabbed the bone at me. What a team, eh? What a fucking team. Her ecstasy was infectious. I too leapt up, filled with an intoxicating sense of triumph. We whooped and punched the air and laughed like lunatics. As her insane revelry grew wilder and louder, I slipped. I landed on the grass, hooting like an alcoholic ape, when my hand touched rough cloth. My merriment turned to horror and my laughter to a sharp scream. As I saw one of the Hessian bags, its side ripped open, exposing human meat and bones. I stumbled to my feet, trembling from shock and revulsion. The demon's joy also evaporated. Its eyes were a deep blue, across which moved smears of black and grey, like storm clouds across a midnight sky. Shit, she said. We could be in trouble. It's going to come back with its mates, isn't it? I said. The demon dropped the thigh bone onto the grass, wiped a hand over the rancid black blood on her chest. It won't seek help right away. His wounds are superficial, but it will be feeling mortified and confused. It'll probably hide for a while and try to work out how to explain the scratches to its compadres. How long do we have? An hour? More? The demon grinned, 
as the grey clouds in its eyes drifted away. Well, the evil fox are slow thinkers, but they don't do complicated thinking. I'd say we have ten minutes or so. Then why are we standing around? Where is the path to the deposit point? We need to get on it right away. The demon did not speak, but her weird eyes got even weirder. One turned yellow and one turned orange. Thin green lines spiralled around the yellow eye and white lines slowly zigzagged like slow-mo lightning across the other. Her right hand clawed the top of her head while the left tugged her ear then pulled at one of her little horns. Her eyes suddenly became curved mirrors in which I saw my reflection, wild-eyed and hair sticking out madly. Change of plan, she declared. We need to take another path. Thanks for listening to this latest chapter of Marcus Marcus and the Hurting Heart. If you've enjoyed the story, please tell your family, your friends and your ancient enemies. Stay tuned for more episodes and mind look after yourself. Keep your hands clean, keep your distance, wear your face masks and always kind of nod and wave to folk and be cheery around them. If you want to support my work, please donate the price of a coffee. The details are in the episode notes.